0: Mark chapter 16. I ask you to hold your hat this afternoon because we will be considering a few more verses than normal. Chapter 16, verse 19. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, He was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. Luke chapter 24, verse 51. And it came to pass, while He blessed them, He was parted from them and carried up into heaven. John chapter 20. John chapter 20, verse 17. Jesus saith unto her Mary Magdalene, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. Verse 9, And when Jesus had spoken these things, while they beheld, He was taken up, and a cloud received Him out of their sight. Hang with me. Turning together to Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 8 Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4. Verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. First Peter. First Peter. Right after James, chapter 3 and verse 22 of the Lord Jesus, who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto Him. Revelation chapter 3. Revelation chapter 3. Verse 21, To him that overcometh will I grant to eat with me in my throne even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in His throne. Needless to say, there are many verses that allude to or are connected with the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even the verses that speak of him vanishing out of the sight of the disciples in the home on in the village of Emmaus relates to his ascension. He himself became invisible to them or literally he invisible became from them. There In Emmaus, it's the same word used of our life is like a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. He appeared for them a little time and He vanished away. Versus Him showing Himself on the seashore as recorded in John twenty-one one, And His second coming when the chief shepherd shall appear at His second coming. 1 Peter 5 4. There are many verses that refer to the ascension of Jesus Christ. And once again, I think the ascension is an underrated doctrine as well as the burial of Christ that we considered last week. There was a lot of attention on his birthday, on his birth, on his life, on his death, his resurrection and perhaps even his second coming, though I think that that is often neglected in the preaching of the Word today. But his burial and his ascension, I think, are underrated doctrines. May I just read a few more related texts. Of Enoch, he was not, for God took him. Elijah, And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. So we have two raptured saints in the Old Testament. We will have more than two raptured saints in the future. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And then you have verses like Hebrews 1. When He by Himself purged our sins, He sat down on the right hand of the Majesty on high. Even Revelation 11 that I didn't have us read. You remember the two witnesses it says. They heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies beheld them. Old Testament remember Proverbs 30 who hath ascended up into heaven In a proud sense Lucifer had this attitude but it applies to Jesus in a in a good sense For thou hast said in thine heart I will ascend into heaven I will exalt my throne above the stars I will ascend above the clouds and be like the most high It's that is of a truth in the Lord Jesus Christ. John 13:11 it says when he had when he he spoke to them when he when he should he was getting ready to depart out of this world unto the father that would be his way of departing. I leave the world and go to the father. 16:28. Remember his prayer The high priestly prayer twice, it says, and I come to thee. Acts 2.33, being by the right hand of God exalted. Acts 3.21, whom the heavens must receive until the times of restitution. We sang Psalm 24, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and... The King of glory shall come in. Twice we read of the gates being exhorted to be opened for the King of glory. That is a prophecy of the ascension of Jesus Christ. Jesus went within the veil. Hebrews 6.21 Whither the forerunner is for us entered. Even Jesus set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, Hebrews eight one. Hebrews ten, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. CHAPTER twelve of Hebrews verse two and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And then Back up a little bit. Acts 1, verse 3 says, He was seen of them 40 days. And on the 40th day, what happened? He ascended. So verses, not a few, that mention and certainly relate to the ascension of the Lord Jesus. So what truths may we extract from the Ascension of Jesus. Well, it was Thursday. you probably heard of Ascension Thursday. If we were counting the days from Easter, it would be May 26, 2022. So ponder that, it, that Jesus, if He rose from the dead on April, imagining happening this year on April the 17th, a week ago today, He would be living on earth and ministering until May 26th. It was 40 days. How do we know it was Thursday? Because you count the resurrection day and you count the Thursday. And that brings us, 40 days brings us to Thursday. It's not a mandatory holy day like the first day of the week is the Lord's day and the day belonging to the Lord like the Lord's Supper is the supper belonging to the Lord. That expression is used of communion and of the Sabbath day. Just like not every supper technically belongs to the Lord, not every day there's a special day as well as a special supper. So we know it was Thursday. And by the way, there is another text that it hit me reading uh, this week about three days and three nights from remember last week. It's a it's an idiom that indicates that it didn't need to be seventy two hours that Jesus was in the grave or in the in the tomb. When he was when he was uh, speaking to the two on the road to Emmaus, and then he asked what things have happened when they said, are you a stranger that you don't know what's taking place? And you remember the dialogue that went along or at least the monologue at that point and they said, and this is the third day since these things happened. That also underlines the fact that uh, it would if he'd have been in the grave Th- 72 hours, they would have said this is the fourth day that this has happened. So, this is the third day. Just like in Esther, Esther pray, Esther told the, her friends to pray three days and three nights. And the third day she went into the king. So, just, just as an aside, you shouldn't be prob- uh, bothered by... Three days and three nights not being 72 hours, but 36 hours and perhaps a little bit more. But we're told that He was on the earth for 40 days. Is there any significance to the 40 days? I think so. We have, for instance, that it rained 40 days and 40 nights, Genesis seven twelve. And I'm not so sure that's an idiom, 40 days and 40 nights like 3 days and 3 nights I think there were 40 days but even if there were 38 days it's a significant amount of rain to cause that worldwide flood but the spies were sent out 40 days to, uh, as reconnaissance of in the land of Canaan it's a number that speaks of proving ground right? just like the 40 days certified that He was raised from the dead. It was proving ground to show that He wasn't a phantom. He wasn't a ghost. That He was not even just the Spirit. He unsheathed His Spirit from His body to slay death. And He rose from the dead. But He put the Spirit back in the sheath so Jesus was both spirit and body for 40 days after His resurrection. But He waited to ascend until the proving ground was fulfilled. We can say the ascension was His transportation. He was transported into the air. It is interesting that You might ask a child or an adult, how did Elijah go to heaven and what would the answer be? We always have at least two answers. Whirlwind or chariot. Which one is the right answer? And it's not yes. I think think we're, we're, we're correct to say he went up in a whirlwind. You say, well, why was there a chariot beside him then? Well, I don't know. Maybe the angels went up in the chariot. Um, But it says he went up in a whirlwind. I always wonder why wasn't he sitting in the chariot if it came supposedly to escort him. Don't go there. I can't answer some questions, and there are many questions. I would like to try to remember that when I get to heaven too. Elijah, why didn't you just step into the chariot? Maybe he would say something like, I, had, I, was, I, I felt it would be more fun to go up in a whirlwind, but I, I doubt it. And it's not going to help if I add it to my list to put in my pocket in my casket, because I'm not going to be able to transport my, my list any more than I can transport my body or my shirt to heaven when the Lord takes me home. But the ascension is a necessary doctrine to show that the the, uh, the immediate state, as it were, how did he get to heaven? That he was indeed die, he indeed died and he rose from the dead, and he walked on the earth his post-resurrection appearances. That's how he got to heaven. You say, how does anyone get to heaven? Well. There's no indication in the Bible that there are, any, there are any physical modes of transportation. And I cannot answer the question, how can anyone in an oxygen just oxygenless atmosphere, if it takes light 186,000 million miles, is that what it is? 1,000 miles, miles. miles per second to reach here in that... They're so far away. How does anyone get to heaven, which is much farther than any stars? I can't answer that question. I think the dimension is is perhaps even simpler than we can ever imagine. We just can't imagine that realm. Heaven might be closer than we think. It very well may be. But don't worry about the oxygen issue. Jesus went there and He said, Today, thou shalt be with Me in paradise. Today, not tomorrow, not miles, many days away. reminds us of the brevity of life, doesn't it? The Ascension teaches us that He was afforded honor after such a holy life and such a successful life. We're told in Mark that He was received up into heaven. And in Luke that He was carried up into heaven. It's interesting how they're passives. Where it says He gave up His Spirit. No one took His life from Him. He laid down His life. But yet it tells us here that He's passive. He was received up into heaven. He was carried up into heaven. Not that He didn't have power to ascend or descend or to die, but it was a royal honor that He was received. That's the language here of the Lord Jesus being honored by such a reception and ascension. Certainly, he could by his own merit ascend into heaven if he wanted to. For he had the wind in his fists. As Proverbs 30, verse 4 says, Who hath ascended into heaven? In other words, by his own power. Or who has the wind in his fists? Well, Jesus does. But this is the way that the Father honored the Lord. For even, Remember, even Jesus said, I ascend to my Father. But we're given the impression that Jesus allowed Himself to be received and carried. I don't know what that means. It doesn't indicate that angels were there, like the angels that seemed to carry us, as the angel carried Lazarus in that parable to heaven. Abraham's bosom. Bosom. Acts 3 says, Whom the heavens must receive. It was absolutely necessary mandatory that the heavens must receive the king of glory the ascension speaks of the honor that's due to the lord jesus the ascension is indicated as kind of a victory march of christ from earth to heaven the bible tells us in hebrews 4:14 he was passed into the heavens now that's a an active sense. He passed through the heavens literally. It's used for instance in Luke 2 earlier in, or in Luke 2 a sword shall pierce through Mary. John 4 he must go through Samaria. Acts 12 Peter passed through the gates to the city in John 8:59 Jesus going through the midst of them escaped when they were going to do away with him and the thing that strikes us is he went through the territory of who the prince and the power of the air and they could do nothing to stop him they did everything to stop Jesus in his life And the devil certainly was instigating the murderers of Jesus, but even the murderers could not take his life. He laid it down. But oh, how wonderful it is to read that he passed through the heavens and that we're told that he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Some indicate that the picture there is a, a warrior and soldiers marching uh, after victory through their city and with the captives, prisoners of war, now slaves, behind them and around, in the middle of them. And they're marching through the city and the spoils are being thrown. He gave gifts to men like David gave gifts after his victories. It's interesting how The Ukrainians have treated the Russian prisoners of war very well. Unlike the Russians, unlike, you remember in World War II, many of our nations, not just Japan and Germany, but even the United States did not always treat the prisoners of war very well. But the Ukrainians have said, we're going to put the prisoners of war to work to restore the infrastructure and to restore the country of Ukraine. Well, Jesus passed through the heavens and no devil and no demon could stop Him. And one day, the devil and his demons will be prisoners of war. Well, they're already prisoners of war. They're already chained. But the Bible talks about Jesus, taking the Lord taking the devil and casting him into the lake of fire. And I wonder if you and I will observe that. It was the victory march of Jesus when he ascended through the heavens into heaven itself. What an indelible image it was to encourage faith and hope. Can you imagine those in heaven when this took place? They'd already seen him 30, well, not 36, but 40 days before. 40 one and a half days before, they'd already seen him bodiless into heaven. And that was a day of rejoicing when Jesus died and and his spirit went to glory. But we're given a little bit of the impression in heaven from the prophecy in Luke or in uh, Psalm twenty four heaven's jubilation lift up your gates lift up uh, your lift up your doors be ye lift up let's read it my memory is going these days among many other things psalm 24 you get the impression of what heaven's reaction would be. What Adam's reaction would be. What David's, who wrote this psalm. Imagine David thinking of this psalm when Jesus ascended into heaven. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. And repeats it. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting doors. And the King of glory shall come in. It's like now heaven's responding, asking, Who is this King of glory? To the herald. And he repeats, The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Think on these things, Selah. This is the indelible image that not only that those in heaven, can you imagine all in heaven seeing Jesus now in His resurrected body come into heaven in a royal way, having ascended from this scene? And you remember the disciples got the lower look. Do we blame them that they gawked? You know, it's interesting that it wasn't the kind of reaction that Elisha gave so much. Maybe, maybe in their hearts it was, but Elisha was exasperated, remember? My father, my father, the chariot of Israel. What am I going to do? My mentor is gone. Well, the Lord had work for him to do. Get busy, Elisha. And you know Elisha had a double portion of the Spirit did double the miracles of Elijah if you number them. But the disciples were looking up into heaven as Jesus disappeared beyond the clouds, and they wish they could have followed him. And they're gawking, and the angel says, "You remember why stand ye gazing into heaven?" And I, you know, it's, I would have, if I could have answered, said, "Because it was wonderful to see, and I, we miss him." But you know the point. Get busy. Return to Jerusalem just like Jesus said. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Heaven was jubilant. Earth was jubilant. This was the day, brother and sister. Thy King cometh unto thee. Is prophesied of Jesus going into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. But this indeed is applicable for this, res- this ascension day. He ascended just like you would see with soldiers who have scars, limbs hurt, but Jesus ascended scars and all to glory. But we're not through. Do you know that Ascension Day was Coronation Day? If you ponder the verses that I read, there are numerous verses that indicate when Jesus ascended into heaven... He was coronated. Now, he already had conquered as king. He already became king, as it were, in fulfilling the will of God by His atonement. But just like we have examples on earth, when did Queen Victoria become Queen of England? When her father died. But when was she coronated? Not for some time later. I think even a year later, well, Jesus was coronated 40 days after His resurrection. Listen to these verses again. The King of glory shall come in, being by the right hand of God exalted. Set Him in His own right hand far above all. Set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. He sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth expecting till His enemies be made His footstool. he sat down, I sat down with my Father in His throne. He ascended on high. He ascended far above all heaven. He sat down in the right hand of the Majesty on high. He's gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and powers and authorities being made subject unto Him. The Bible indicates that when He ascended, He sat down as the King. He was coronated at that position at the right hand of God. He was crowned King, Jesus, when He ascended to heaven. It was His coronation day. Our King of kings and Lord of lords. No one doubts in heaven. And I trust in the church today that Jesus is crowned King. You say, the world doesn't know it. The world blasphemes His name. but The Bible teaches every single person ever to live, ever to be born, ever to be, be uh, conceived, will acknowledge that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Oh, to the consternation of so many at that day, All the exaltation of the people of God to see Jesus crowned and to cast our crowns at His feet. This was Coronation Day. You see how it is an underrated doctrine in the church of Jesus Christ. And this ascension became His universal leverage as Messiah. He's Christ now seated at the right hand of God. He is We call this His session until His parousia, His second coming. He is now from heaven as the coronated King executing the offices of prophet, priest, and king. Prophet preaching through those He's called and through every believer who goes into the world and preaches the Gospel as priest pleading His blood. and We pray to Him, to the Father, whatsoever you shall ask in My name, that will I do. He is pleading His blood as the, as the sacrifice. He is interceding as our priests. He is our King who subdues us to Himself and protects us from our enemies. And His, foot, His footstool will be the place where His enemies will be placed. He will place His feet upon their necks. He's now to appear in the presence of God for us as our priest. We have a great high priest who's passed through the heavens. But for enemies, He is seated as the King from henceforth expecting till His enemies be made His footstool. In all powers are being made subject unto him as he rules exercises his office as the king Jesus Christ is ascended and coronated in heaven he is the theme of heaven and he is the one who is ministering to us in his session and the next thing that we expect is his glorious return his glorious return as enoch prophesied and as jude recorded remember the lord cometh with ten thousand of his angels to execute judgment upon all and that is the next doctrine of the lord that we consider in the lord's will jesus is ascended on high he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men Oh, how we underestimate underestimate the ascension of Jesus. Consider His ascension and take courage. The best is even yet to be because Jesus is crowned King of glory.